Well, hey, what's up, friends? Welcome to the DIY Together podcast with Austin and Brett, where we're convinced that Christianity isn't as complicated as we've made it. Just like making the perfect steak or changing your oil or laying the backsplash in your kitchen isn't reserved for the paid professionals, neither is a vibrant relationship with Jesus. So we want to equip you to do it yourself together. Oh, man, I am pumped. Brett, we're here for episode three. Yeah. We made it. It's been so fun to hear stories and uh, people just excited about this last couple episodes on Sabbath and see people implementing it in their lives and just all the conversations on that. It's been awesome. So I'm stoked. Today, we are addressing the topic of discerning God's will. Basically, how do I make big decisions? Right. And how do I know that that's, you know, not just my emotions or um, that it's a spiritually informed decision that's biblical and God honoring. And there's so many of us make big decisions, right? On, uh, you know, who am I going to marry and what job am I going to take and what major am I going to have and what, you know, opportunity should I run after? What neighborhood should I move into? And exactly. We can be plagued by it. And so I'm so stoked to learn from your wisdom this next two episodes. You've got some amazing content, by the way, and uh, it's going to help me. I'm just like, Honestly, taking notes, excited for it. But let me ask you this. Sure. What's the last big decision you made recently? Oh, boy. Last big decision. Wow, what a great question. I feel like uh, a big decision my wife and I made was to put an offer on a house. Ooh. So there's a lot of things that go in, into those types yep. of decisions. Um, but, yeah, it's really interesting. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It's not easy to make big decisions. And yep. So I feel like I've had to make a lot over the last probably five years. Oh, dude. Of my M- life. Moving. Moved several to, times. Yep. New jobs, New jobs. Different opportunities. Different cities. Marriage. Having Leander. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. I was hoping you'd say your e-bike. Getting your e-bike. That was an easy decision. Really? You feel like God Almost told you? Almost no discernment needed. <laughs> <laughs> dude, it's amazing. Well, dude, I'm so stoked. Um, you guys know that one of the, our, the kind of core distinctives, we're convinced that Christianity isn't complicated as we've made it. Right. And so that's what we're hoping. So man, how have we made big decisions or discerning God's will more complicated than it needs to be? Yeah. I think we've overcomplicated discerning God's will, uh, especially for big decisions in our life by thinking that discerning God's will or, or making these big decisions, it's something reserved for spiritually elite people, like people who somehow have yeah. some kind of insight into what God wants uh, that like normal average people don't have access to. And I, I'm guessing it's why I get, and probably you get Austin, a lot of people come and ask me for uh, advice or like they're looking for me to help give them an answer yep, for like a absolutely. big a big decision that's happening in their life. And while I'm like super honored and yeah. totally willing to help make decisions, uh, the reality is they don't need a pastor to tell them mm-hmm. like what decision to make. Mm-hmm. It, it's great to seek out the wisdom. Uh, that's, that's really wise. But um, in reality, they don't need a pastor or an expert to tell them what to do because God's given them everything that they need to know his will uh, for our lives on our own. And so, uh, but it's easy like to get anxious about big decisions. I think everybody faced with a big decision has some level of anxiety tied Mm -hmm. to it. Uh, I'm tempted when I have a big decision to make to go to one of my spiritual mentors uh, to try to get them to tell me what to do. Right. Or uh, when we don't feel like we have complete clarity over what to do, we get paralyzed. And so uh, we're too afraid to make wrong decisions. And so I think a lot of times we'd rather at least try to feel safe by yeah. making no decision at all or feel safe by relying on somebody else's input 
Day. Rather than doing the hard work ourselves to go, I'm going to go to God and I'm going to, I'm going to pray and I'm going to ask and I'm going to seek his mm-hmm. will. Um, or probably at the worst, um, when we're at our worst, sometimes we think God is just straight up withholding his will from us. Hmm. Like, like he's a spiritual broker up in heaven who's withholding it from us until we do a few things for him first. Dang. And I've been there. That's oh, yeah. probably when I'm at my worst, right? Uh, but it couldn't be further from the truth. God has already given us the gift of his son. Mm-hmm. And so it's so foolish of us to think that he would want to withhold anything else from us. Wow. So the truth is that when we're trying to discern God's will and making big decisions, God is for us. He's with us. Yeah. And he's so proud of us when we try to make decisions that seek to honor him. Dang. And so we get so wrapped up in asking things like, am I making the right decision? Uh, that we forget that the most important thing we can ask is, am I seeking the right person? Wow. So okay. regardless of what Let's my decision, that. <laughs> <laughs> regardless of what my decision kind of ends up being, uh, am I just trying to do my best to be faithful to Jesus and to honor Him and to seek Him out in the process? That's a win when we can do that. Jeez, well, that's so good, dude. And and so, man, it's just it's fun to be in this conversation because you're kind of taking the dozens and dozens and dozens of conversations you've had with people that are looking up to a pastor, which like you said, is a great thing, but also like you have that available to you as well. It's not like the pastor is like this gate to what you're going to do next and you have to verify it with. So it's cool to get all your, all those meetings condensed into a podcast, um, into an episode like this. So man, I'm so, I'm so excited. So, um, on on a vision aspect, like, what what happens if we actually get what you're talking about? The, this availability that like we're seeking the right person, we can yeah. actually go to God individually. What? Yeah, yeah. I I think uh, a way to frame that, Austin, is like, what are we missing out on when we mm-hmm. uh, think that God God is withholding His will from us, or when we feel paralyzed, like because we don't have this clarity or this ability. Uh, to like see what is God's will for me in this in this big decision when when we don't feel like we have that I think we're missing out mm. on intimacy and we're missing out on faith fueling dependence on Jesus and Jesus. Uh, and I can say this with confidence in my own life and with confidence about so many friends I have um, it's often been like in the midst of trying to make a really big decision um, that I have to press harder into God I have to be I'm like made more aware of my dependence and need for him than ever before. Yeah. And uh, I, I've come out on the other side of, of a decision with a more intimate and more vibrant walk with Jesus, um, regardless of where I've ended up. So, uh, but could you picture if every follower of Jesus had this mindset towards discerning God's will? That like in every big decision, we would lean into God. We would press harder into him than ever mm-hmm. before. That God would grow bigger and we would grow smaller. Yeah. That we'd humble ourselves, that we cast ourselves on a God who we really believed loved us and wants what's best for us and will carry us through thick and thin. Jeez. Like that's a beautiful picture. Yeah. I love that's that. what we're missing out on. Yeah. That's kind of that vision. Jeez. Man. Okay, so I love that. That resonates in my heart. And I love this your ability taking it to the gospel too, just this core reality that we do have. Like God's given us his son and he's proven he loves us. He's not withholding. Um, and we have direct access to him too. So what, but what does that look like? How, how would we actually like do that? Like it, yeah. that sounds awesome. I love that. But do you have any tools that you could give us or resources or tangible practices? Yeah. So I have, I have three things I want to, um, 
uh, offer to us today. And and for most of us listening, I'm assuming uh, these are aren't going to be new, brand new things. Mm-hmm. Like these are going to be things that we already probably know at some level, but in reality, we need to be reminded of. We need to be reminded of the truth. Uh, and we need to be able to cast off like things that aren't true and replace them with the things that we we know are true yes. and are real. So, uh, three things uh, I, I'm going to lay out. First is direction. Second is dependence, and third is just do something. <sighs> okay, can we get one of those like things that does like a clapping? I don't know in here. Maybe, no, I don't know. But that's a point where you would put it, and that sounds amazing. Yeah. So the first is direction, uh, and the question we need to ask. Um, is this something that God directs me toward in his word, or is it contradictory to it? So God will never contradict himself. He'll never tell you to do something that he says not to do in his word, or vice versa. So hopefully that makes sense. Uh, consult God's word. Yeah. Soak yourself in it. If there are clear directions from God's, God's word that speak to your situation, listen and obey. So Psalm 119, 105 says, Your word's a lamp to my feet and a light to my mm-hmm. path. 2 Timothy 3, 16 through 17, one of my favorites, says all scripture is breathed out by God. It's profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man or woman of God may be complete, equipped for every, every good work. So um, there might be clear directions in the Bible that they can help help you. Uh, there may, we have to think about this though, there may not be clear biblical yeah. commands that dictate your decision, but there might be biblical principles that will help direct your decision. So, for example, uh, the Bible doesn't tell us specifically how to spend or budget our money, right? Mm-hmm. But it gives great principles about the importance of like things like generosity or hard work or not spending our money frivolously or saving. Yeah. So, um, that's that's direction. It's looking to God's word. To, to recap, direction, looking to God's word, committing ourselves to it, and studying it. That's good for direction. That's great. So that's that's our first first point. Direction. Second is dependence. Dependence. Have you regularly prayed and asked the Holy Spirit to guide you? Are you humbly dependent on God's wisdom rather than your own? Uh, James 1.5 says, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given to him. Uh, in Luke 11, Jesus tells a story uh, about a man who knocks on his neighbor's door at midnight mm-hmm. asking for bread. His neighbor tries to turn him away. like He's like, it's midnight, just go away. Yeah. But the man persists. He keeps asking. He keeps knocking. And he actually ends up getting the bread he asks for just simply based on his persistence. Jeez. He won't quit asking for what he needs. And Jesus tells us that similarly, God rewards persistence in prayer, but instead of giving begrudgingly, God loves to give good gifts to his children. Yeah. And so if this like man who's woken up in the middle of the night will agree to give this thing just based on persistence, how much more does God love to give gifts when we, are, we ask wow. uh, just regularly and consistently? So we live in an age and a culture of self-sufficiency, uh, but we, we tend to lose sight of how dependent on God we are for the most basic things, and this is no different when we're trying to make big decisions. We are meant to rely and lean into the Holy Spirit on a minute-by-minute, second-by-second basis in surrender and dependence on Him. And so uh, to recap, it's dependence is regularly and routinely committing ourselves to prayer. 
asking God for wisdom and discernment, believing that he loves to give good gifts to his children. That's great. And that he wants to guide us. So yeah. that second is dependence. And third, my third, third tool for us is just do something. So don't wait for a visible sign from heaven because he probably won't get one. Mm-hmm. It, it would might, be nice. That would be it nice. Would be nice. It, it doesn't it, happen. It might not be easy to decide, right? It's it's a big decision, but that's because God doesn't want uh, always everything in our lives to be easy. Yeah. Like move forward in confidence and independence on God. So we have to trust ultimately that God is good. He's in control. He's all powerful. He's not afraid or uncertain about our decision. He loves us and our life ultimately is in his hands. Um, and sometimes I think it's easy. We can feel paralyzed because we haven't gotten the clarity we want. But God doesn't promise complete clarity. He promises his presence. Hmm. Uh, Joshua 1.9, it's a command. Uh, God says to his people, be strong and courageous. Don't be frightened. Don't be afraid for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And I think we need to hear, hear those same words today. So sometimes we're afraid to make the wrong choice. Yep. We fear we don't have enough information. We don't have enough time. We don't have enough courage to follow through. And it's because we tend to care primarily about like the outcome or the destination of our decisions. But often God in, in those scenarios is focusing on our development into Christ's likeness. So God wants to use the process to make us trust him more and become more like Jesus. So just right. to recap, just do something. Yep. Do your best to make a decision that honors God and just do something. Yep. So act on it and follow through, not in faith in yourself, but faith that God's got us. That's so good. Yeah, sometimes we act like with big decisions, like God is like on a fragile throne. And if we make the wrong decisions, yeah. everything's going to fall apart. Yep. But yeah, that's so good. Direction, get to the word, dependence, pray and ask him, just do something. He's sovereign, go to him, he's with you. So what does that practically look like? What's something we can do to take this today and really practically implement as we're making the big decision. Right. A really practical takeaway. If you're trying to discern God's will in your life over something right now, I want to challenge you to set a timer for 1109, 1109. and pray for 10 minutes every day asking God for discernment. Wow. Uh, 1109 stands for Luke 119. says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find, knock, and it will be opened to you. So the context of the verse, it's talking specifically about how much God loves to give the Holy Spirit to his children. Mm -hmm. And when we walk in step with God's spirit, we are walking in step with God's will. So uh, pray for discernment in your decision every day. So my encouragement at 1109, when your timer goes off, go to a quiet place for 10 minutes. Ask God for wisdom. Talk to God. Listen to God. uh, And uh, he might bring Bible verse truths. He just believe that God yep. wants to guide you in will. And so wow. um, that's my that's my take-home application. It. 1109. Well, uh, friends, thank you for, for joining us, the DIY Together podcast. We are so thankful. Brett, thanks for, uh, for leading us, man. I love this stuff. Um, got some great takeaways. I'm excited to see how it implements. Well, we are convinced that making the big decisions and discerning God's will isn't as complicated as we've made it. So go enjoy, and uh, we'll see you next time.